What's up, everyone? I hope you're having a fantastic day. Happy, uh, well, Monday for me, but whatever day it is for you guys, probably Friday if you're listening to it when this comes out. Um, So I wanted to talk about something kind of interesting today. It has to do with motivation, right? And I I think we've we've gone over discipline, attention, and time. Um, Hopefully, we get into more in depth on that later. But where does your motivation comes from? I mean, this podcast is called Motive, right? And I wanted it to be called that because I don't feel like I'm an expert in anything but one thing, right? I'm in commercial real estate right now. I don't feel like I'm the leading expert in commercial real estate, right? I just don't. I know that in the DFW market, there are more people in this market that know more about commercial real estate than I do than there are real estate brokers in New York. And it's insane, right? As far as tenant representation goes, right? Um, and for those of you who don't know that is, that's, that's okay. It doesn't really matter. But I'm not an expert in sales. I have literally gone about, you know, I did door-to-door selling when I was a kid. Um, I did sales when I worked at a pawn shop back when I was in college. And now I'm doing sales right now. But I'm not an expert in sales. What I am an expert in, what I'm very, very good at is being disciplined and doing what I say I'm going to do. That's what I'm very, very good at. And I'm very good at sacrificing what other people aren't willing to sacrifice, right? That's it. That is literally it. And the only reason I'm able to do that is because of my motivations, right? But I can, it does not matter where I am. And and to put this in a context, a lot of, when I listen to a lot of these podcasts, I, I was in college and stuff. And so to put this into context for anybody who's younger, who's getting their foot into the doorway, uh, you might have a job that's in, you know, something like fast food or something I did when I was, when I was in college. So put this in context, I was in college, right? And I joined this company called crumble cookie as a baker, right? It was very low entry. You could not get lower on the totem pole than that, right? You, you literally couldn't. I was getting paid, uh, I think $9 an hour and I step into crumble cookie and there was an orientation day where I was kind of being trained and stuff. And then the second day was the first day on the floor. And after the second day, the first day on the floor after this, but at the second day total, my, the, the manager of the store took me out and they said, Hey, um, I want you to think about it, but I would like to offer you the position of being a shift supervisor. That was on the second day, right? I didn't know anything about baking. I didn't know anything about management. I didn't know anything about how to inspire minimum wage workers into doing a better job, right? I knew nothing. I was just learning. And on the second day, they said, I want you to be in charge of the shop uh, when I'm not here. Because that's, that's basically what the shift supervisor is. When, when it's just you, you are in charge, right? And it's just you a lot. But that's what it is. And it's just because they looked at me and they said, he doesn't know anything, none of the hard skills, but he is so disciplined 
He's so focused and ambitious and you can see it. You can smell it. If it were in the air, you'd cut it with the butter knife that we want to put him in a higher position because he has a higher standard of life. Okay. That's so important. Okay. Why is it so important? If you're listening to this podcast and you're thinking to yourself, oh, I want to be a, uh, Alex Ramosi calls it, um, maximizers and optimizers, right? And, uh, I think it's in episode like 140 or something of his, of the game podcast that he does. If you haven't listened to it, it's really, really strong content. I highly suggest it. Um, but he says there's optimizers and maximizers and maximizers are people who, uh, understand that diminishing returns are still returns. And so they'll put in 10,000 hours, they'll become an expert at something, and then they'll still keep practicing it because they know that the difference between 10,000 hours and 20,000 hours isn't a lot, but it makes the difference between winning and losing, right? Those are maximizers. Optimizers are people who are like lifestyle business. It's a 20-80 rule 100% of the time. They're going to spend a minimal amount of time getting the maximum amount of returns, right? Which is... It's a really strong character trait for people who are working in the business, right? In whatever business you're in, not for people who are working on a business, not for people who are working on themselves, right? If you want to live a cushy life, optimizer is the way to go. If you're wanting to be like, oh, I want to make a million at 30, uh, I want to retire by 35 and have like investment properties and just see those returns just coming in, get that mailbox money. Yeah. Be an optimizer. You'll do great. You really will. Okay. It's better than just being a laggard, right? It's better than being someone who's just not ambitious in any way and does not have any focus. But, but if you are someone who says, I could make a billion dollars right now with a B and I would still wake up at 4 a.m. That's what I do right now. I work up at 4 a.m. I work out at 5 a.m. And I'm literally working by 6 a.m. And I work from 6 a.m. to 5.30 or 6 p.m. every single day, right? It do, I mean, it doesn't – I wake up at 4 a.m. on Saturdays and Sundays, okay? Think about that. A lot of you don't – a lot of you just sleep in as hard as you can. A lot of you, uh, I mean, go out and drink with your friends, spend money on the weekends and stuff. Like, you, y'all are – self-destructive in a lot of ways, right? And if this isn't you, good. But if this is you, just strap in because I'm not a fan of that, all right? And if, if that bothers you that I'm gonna speak against that and challenge that thought process, then this might not be the podcast for you. But if you're not that person, right, where you're waking up at 4 a.m. and you're working out at 5 and you're, you're at your desk at 6 because you, you work out for 45 minutes. You take a shower for 15. You get up to your desk at 6 a.m., right? And you work from 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., 12 hours every day, right? And it doesn't stop on the weekends. You don't go into the office on the weekends necessarily, but you get everything done that you couldn't get done before, right? If you're not that person, even when you're making a billion dollars, then I cannot help you, Okay? I cannot help you. It doesn't matter what you want with your life, right? 
if if you're here listening to this podcast, I'm speaking to maximizers. I'm speaking to the people who have such a strong motive and conviction in life because they're living for something far greater than a dollar sign, right? They have such a strong conviction that it doesn't matter how much money you throw at them, they'll still work hard, okay? And that's how you are. And if you're like that making a billion dollars, that means that you're like that making $9 at Crumble Cookie, okay? I was like that from the day I was born, from the first time I played basketball when I was 10 years old. And it, I mean, it's kind of learned, right? But from the first time I played basketball, I said, I'm going to play as hard as I can and I'm going to leave nothing out. And then, and then by the time that I was 14, I loved the feeling of being exhausted, just being absolutely exhausted because I had worked out so hard. It was this feeling in my chest that I could feel like, oh my gosh, I'm resting right now. Wow, it feels so good. And I started chasing that so much that every time I worked out, because I would work out at 5 a.m. from the time I was 12 years old, I'd work out at 5 a.m. And, and I would go to practice at 12 o'clock, right? And 12 to 2, that was my practice times every single day. And uh, so I worked out twice a day. And if I didn't leave both of those practices, right, with that feeling in my chest of I have worked out so hard, I'm so glad to be resting right now, then I didn't work out hard enough. I just didn't. And I knew I didn't. And I chased that so much that it became a, a you know, 10 years old saying I was going to work out really hard, 14 years old saying I was chasing that feeling, 18 years old saying that no matter what the job is you put me on, right, no matter what it is, really 17, no matter what the job is, I'm going to work really hard, right, and I'm going to do the best, and I'm not going to slack off ever. And, and if I'm hanging out just chatting with someone, that's a problem, right? And then by the time that I'm 23, which is, which is as I'm recording this podcast right now, I am spending every minute of my day trying to maximize the output every minute because I'm maximizing the amount of time I have as well. Really, really the way I should say this is that I'm optimizing every minute because I'm maximizing my time, right? Like, we only have so much time in the day and, and we only have so much time in our lives. Okay. Uh, one of my brother-in-law had a conversation with me because I wake up so early and I, I'm usually falling asleep at 10. That's, I fell asleep at about 10, 20 last night. And he'd had a conversation about how sleep is really important and you should definitely, you know, think about not doing this to yourself because, uh, statistically speaking or historically speaking is really what he was coming off of. Historically speaking, people who have um, bragged about how little sleep they need and how hard they work have died earlier, right? And they have dementia earlier in their life. And so his example was, you know, um, I think he said Ronald Reagan. I can't quite remember who he said, but um, this is just a conversation. So, so, look this up for yourselves but he said ronald reagan you know would talk about how he only needed three hours of sleep at night and stuff and then by the time that uh you know he was 65 or 68 or something he had dementia right or alzheimer's or something and i thought to myself like oh man that's crazy 
And my response in the moment was, would you rather live a long life or would you rather live a purposeful life, right? A life of excellence. But when I continued to think about it, although that was a good response, right? When I continued to think about it, it was, it was really like we all have a, a certain amount of time in our lives, waking hours. We all have a certain amount of waking hours. And if I wake up earlier and I squeeze out like three hours more every single day, no matter what, like every single day, weekends and everything, I'm squeezing out three hours more. I mean, for a week, that's 21 hours, right? For a year, you know, 52 times 21. Um, it's like, I don't know. It's a lot, right? It's like a thousand or something. So a thousand and something hours. So you're, you're talking about a thousand and something hours every year for your entire life until you're 60, right? That time, probably if you had slept more, right? Then that time probably would have been put towards the next like five years of your life. Because if you're 68, you have your average lifespan, 75 years old in America um, for, for an average male right now. Uh, so, so, so it's seven years and in seven years, a thousand hour every year until you're 68. So it's 68,000 hours. So you, is 68,000 hours worth seven years, 68,000 waking hours. I don't know if this makes sense to you, but for me, it's like, you're just front loading where your life is, right? You're just deciding where you want to live. Okay. And, and some of you are, are, are extreme like myself and you're hearing this and you're like, oh my gosh, that's kind of ridiculous. You know, like he's basically saying, have a shorter life, like purposefully have a shorter life. And I'm not saying like, yes, have a purposefully shorter life, right? I think the technology will evolve and we'll live longer anyway. But what I am saying, right, is that <laughs> it, it matters so much more to look back at your life at 60 years old and say, I worked incredibly hard and I really did something with my life. And I made an impact. And that's what drives me. That's my motive. If, if I am waking up every single day and pouring myself out, every drop of me, some of you are worried about that, right? Some of you are worried, oh, I'm going to give too much and I'm going to have nothing left. Stop. That's ridiculous. That's selfish, just get away from that mindset of, oh, I don't have enough, right? I'm not going to have enough for myself. Stop. Every day, I pour myself out, every inch of me, until I have nothing left, until by, by the, the end of, I don't know, the week, I guess, but I already talked about my weekends aren't really like y'all, like a lot of people's. Like uh, every week, I'm exhausted, Okay. And I go home at 6 p.m. I'll go home today at 6 p.m. And I'll be exhausted. And it takes me an hour to get home. So I'll get, I'll get to my wife at 7. Right? I'll get home to Alyssa at 7. And when I'm home with Alyssa at 7 p.m., I'm going to go up to her. And the first thoughts that I have are not, now that I'm exhausted, I want to be babied. I don't think that. The first thoughts that I have are now that I've spent so much time working on myself and my career, how can I put her first so she knows I care about her, okay? Oh, man, a lot of you, I had a conversation with my dad, and, and I love my dad, but we don't see eye to eye on just about anything, okay? I had a conversation with my dad about how 
uh, he, or really why he wasn't successful right now in his life. Okay, I, I was asking him why he hasn't started his own business. Now, he's 52, I think. Why haven't you started your own business? And his response, or, or really what I asked him in the moment, I had been indicating this the whole time, but what I asked him, right, is – um, you know, basically what advice would you give? And he said, if I could give you any advice, it would be to start as early as you can. Because when you get older, you have all of these liabilities, right? All of these things that kind of bring you back, hold you down. And I said to him, I said, okay, fair, right? Uh, you have an economic responsibility to your family. Totally get that. He works from home right now, by the way. But I use myself as an example. I said, okay, but in my case, I make $2,000 a month uh, unless I sell something, right? $2,000. So I'm making $2,000 a month that I can count on. I have a wife and a child on the way. Um, so financially, we're not too different. You have a bunch of dependents. You have a bunch of kids, but you're making a bunch of money compared to me, right? I'm making $2,000 a month, so $24,000 a year, Right? If I'm making $24,000 a year, then uh, we're pretty much like buck for buck, we're about the same. Pound for pound, we're the same because I have so little financial responsibility. Maybe even you have more money than I do, right? Pound for pound. But let's just say that we're the same, okay? Uh, we both have the same amount of time in the day, right? This is what I do. And I told him, I wake up at 3.50, I get to work, I, I work out at five, uh, I get to work at six, um, I work from six to 6 PM and then I go home and I focus my time on Alyssa. Right. And I said, if you're sleeping in until nine or eight, right. And you wake up and you get dressed and you leave by eight 30 and you get to work at nine. Now, mind you, he works from home. So this doesn't apply directly to him, but I'm using this as an example. If you get to work at 9 PM and you work from nine to five and you get home at five 30 or six ish right? You are spending the rest of your day with your family just like I am. The only difference between your day and my day is that I work, I have waking hours between 4 a.m. and 9 a.m. where I can have five hours to do whatever I want. And what I spend my time on is not sleep, I don't sleep, right? Because that's what you do. I was a little little nicer. But you sleep because you value sleep apparently more than you value starting a business even though you talk about this all the time. You value sleep. What I do is I spend that on my business. Now I can spend on whatever I want but, but I, this, is, this is what I do, right? And I work out because I value health. So explain to me why you're telling me you don't have enough time in your day or enough money in your bank account. Pound for pound, we have the same amount of money. So that's not an excuse. And we have the same amount of time. So that's not an excuse. The only difference is the amount of effort you put. And the truth is, is I don't think you really want to start your own business. Okay. Now, I'm not really speaking to him at this point. I'm really speaking to you. If this is you, if you're finding yourself where you don't care that much, check yourself. You probably don't. So stop telling yourself you do. 
and just do it. Stop telling yourself you do because if you actually did, you would be doing it right now. You wouldn't even need to listen to this podcast. Okay? My goal isn't to get more listeners. My goal is to encourage people to live out their true motivation. So with that, I'm going to leave you. You'll have a great day uh, and I'll make sure to do the same. Talk soon.